Grown and The Moth are excited to partner with Graduate Hotels to celebrate storytelling across generations. Visit any of Graduate's 30-plus hotels and you'll discover storytelling is at the heart of everything they do, especially when it comes to their unique, locally-inspired interior designs. Not only has The Moth hosted a series of open-mic story slams at Graduate Hotels, but members of our staff have also had the privilege of visiting graduate hotels as guests. From Ann Arbor, Michigan to Oxford, England, our team has experienced firsthand the rich storytelling and memorable design touches that make a graduate stay so special. So the next time you're visiting a beloved college town or dropping by your alma mater, stay at graduate hotels and save up to 30% with exclusive code MOTH. Thanks again to Graduate Hotels for their generous support and their commitment to telling the unique stories of their local communities. Go book your stay now at graduatehotels.com and remember to use code MOTH for up to 30% off. Hey everyone, I'm Aliza. And I'm Fonzo. And we are still the hosts of Grown, even in between seasons. Yeah, we're hard at work on season two and we're hoping to get that to you within the next few months. But we want to keep your feed filled with cool stuff, so throughout the summer, we're going to be dropping some great stories, great conversations, and all that jazz. And first up, we're going to be answering some listener questions. We're going to be sharing two of our bonus episodes with you. If you're a paid subscriber to The Moth Uninterrupted, you can access all seven of our bonus episodes right now. So go and do that. Definitely do that. And if you want more updates about Season 2, keep listening to the podcast or follow us on Instagram and TikTok at GrownPod. And here's Aliza and me getting to the shenanigans. Grown. 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 One of our listeners asked, do you feel like making this podcast has helped you grow up? Yes and yes and yes. Uh, I feel like this is my first time being so hands-on in a project. Usually if I... Uh, when I am doing projects or it's like my own stuff, it's very like short lived or or it's and it's of my own, you know, ideas and coming together as a team and working with the moth and working with you. It's it's helped me grow and also, you know, help me see my myself in a in a way that I, I wouldn't have been able to unless, I was, you know, I was involved in this project. So, yes, absolutely. That's awesome. I love that. How about you? Have has has this podcast helped you grow up? You know, you know, we've been working on this podcast for two years, and so that doesn't feel like a whole lot of time. But I feel like a completely changed person. I mean, certainly because I was in my early twenties in the middle of a pandemic when we first started working on this, and now I'm in my mid twenties and have to use retinol and things like that. But, <laughs> but really, you know, I think it was thanks to this podcast and being given a space to be silly, be vulnerable. I feel like my day-to-day life is quite intense because of my day job and just because life in general can be intense. And so having the podcast as a space to be myself, be free from any kind of strings of the outside world, talk with you, grow because of you and because of our stories. Um, Yeah, I've definitely grown up a whole lot. Yeah, literally grown grown like (laughs) the time like from the time that we started time now we've grown so much and there's still more you know i'm saying there is no end game really in this and i i like love watching you grow too i feel like 
you know, we, we would meet every couple of weeks and it's like, hey, how's it going? And you're like, I'm looking for an apartment. I'm like, oh my God, me too. Next Yo, time I, I see you. I moved like two times. You moved? Yeah, I moved. It's, it's been, like. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> yeah, we both, we both were in our, our childhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I moved, I moved out of my mom's place and then got my own place with my girlfriend. And then we got another place. It's been like a real experience. Yeah. No, uh, absolutely. For real. Aliza, so our first episode is Crushed. Um, do you have any advice for our listeners on getting over a crush? I mean, if you've heard the episode Crushed, you know that I, I'm a back-to-back crusher. And so I'd say the best advice I can give you is just to find a new one to distract you if the first one didn't work out. <laughs> easy, very. That's definitely easier said than done. Yeah, no, true. It, <laughs> it is. That might be out of experience. Like, I'll get another one. It's the, If it's the first crush, you know, you might be stuck on the couch and and sadness you know? <laughs> but uh yeah get you another one get, get another one hey fonzo did you have any like weird phases obsessions collections as a kid i don't have i i used to collect like rocks and stuff oh i used to collect sticks like just random sticks mm. in the neighborhood in the neighborhood and bring them into your home I, yeah i used to like really be into like swords and stuff so i kind of like collect like sticks and stuff it was i had a quite an imagination this probably like when i was like 12 oh Uh, i guess that's weird now but it's not weird because i recently bought a sword from anime con Mm -hmm. um uh not like a real sword but like a bamboo kind of esque kind of thing so i guess yeah there you go I used to pretend like I was like had a like a staff or like a sword or whatever. I was really into like animation, mm-hmm. so I was like always wanted to be like a a swordsman or something like that. And so like yeah. I used to just always ha- like have like a cane, like a, like a cane. I used to have a cane. I found a <laughs> cane one time, and I used to just walk like just have the cane. You know what I'm saying? No, I I get that. I'm not laughing at you. An umbrella? You give me an umbrella? Bit, but. <laughs> But uh, that, I guess that's not weird. That's like a really. I feel like that's a that's a a, a normal kid thing. Yeah, no, I think. But so. But now I guess if I'm like a you know a grown twenty seven year old man just like collecting sticks and w- running around, it's I guess it could be kind of weird. But how about you? <laughs> I don't think I have anything that could top that. Um, no, I didn't. I don't. I didn't collect anything. I know. It's kind of sad. Now I collect magnets. Not as exciting as sticks, though. Oh, Polaroids. Mm. I collect Polaroids now. I, like, have, like, I have, like, Polaroids of my friends and, like, on the Mm. fridge and stuff. Oh, I do those photo strips. Like, if I see a photo booth, I'm going in it. Yes, me and and my girlfriend Nikki do that. And I actually took one at your birthday. um, Oh, that's the best one. What is that lounge? Uh, Twins Lounge. Twins Lounge. It's a really good place. It's like an old-timey one, and yeah. it comes out wet because it's like it was literally yeah, like filled. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. such a good place. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a, the challenge. If you see a photo booth, that's a sign that you need to take a picture. <laughs> Fonzo, tell me more about this anime sword. My anime sword. Uh, I went to my first anime con recently um, a couple months ago. I forgot what month exactly i'm not good with dates guys um but uh i got my one of my favorite anime characters actually my first tattoo it's right here his name is rowan noah zoro he's a a character in one piece which is like the biggest anime 
show in the world. Uh, I've been watching it for years, but I got a, his sword. He has, I've won his sword. It's called Enma. It's purple. And it's like something he got from like the land of Wayno, which is like a samurai. It, it, go into it. But yeah, it's a, it's a really cool. And I have it hung in like my office. That's really cool. Area. I really love that Fonzo. I feel like I wish that I could be as bold with my love and obsession for Twilight because I would all I would collect and hang Twilight memorabilia. What is stopping you from that? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. There's don't no go twi- with the trend. No don't let Twilight die. <laughs> okay, it's dying out here. I, I don't see it anymore. You no, know, okay? you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You gotta represent. <laughs> you feel me? Thanks, Fonzo. Right, Mark. <laughs> Just a note here, Fonzo is not talking to an imaginary friend. He is, in fact, talking to me, Mark Sollinger, the senior producer of the podcast. Whenever Fonzo and Elisa are in the studio, I am there recording them. And sometimes they acknowledge my presence as a funny joke, and I have to take that out in the editing process. But this is a bonus, so I'm not doing that. Anyway, back to Elisa and Fonzo. Elisa, if someone loves Grown, our podcast, what other podcast, movies, TV shows, or books would you recommend? Mm, that is a good question. Um, I really, really recommend, it's not a podcast, but the audiobook version of Michelle Obama's new book, The Light We Carry. Um, I've been listening to it recently as I've also been thinking about Grown coming out and what this all means and what does this mean for me and what does this mean for you know, the people around me and and where I am in this place in my life. And I feel like that book gave me a lot of the answers. And and it's kind of, you know, what we were talking about of like, be patient, things will work out. And it's really Michelle Obama. I wish I was on first name basis with her, but I'm not. But it's it's her reflecting on her life and all points of her life um, and, and how she grew and how she changed and, and her perspective now being the freaking fabulous, amazing person that she is on struggles that she was having when she was in law school or when she was a child. And um, and I think that's something that we do a lot on Grown that I need to do more in my day-to-day life of being patient, reflecting on all that I have grown and all that I still have to grow and just loving where I am in this moment. Beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's yes. Nice, I'll take 10 copies of that. Awesome. <laughs> Grown. 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 Since our last episode was all about music, Fonzo, one of our listeners wants to know, what concert would you most want to go to if you had unlimited funds? Is it too late to say Beyonce? Because <laughs> Beyonce tickets are skyrocketing, dog. Sold out. I don't know particularly what artist it would be. I have a, I really I, I enjoy a lot of artists, but mm-hmm. like I would like to travel for it. And just like make it like a like an experience mm. in that way, like you know, traveling to a different country, and then you know, also getting to see one of my favorite artists. So I don't know, might have to catch catch it. Yeah, that's it. Catch a flight. Yeah, catch a flight. A right back at you. Um, this is a make make believe concert, but I have so much money that I'm making it happen. Stevie Nicks at the Red Rocks. That's it. That's the concert. That was good. That's a good one, right? Yeah. The other option is this. I pay all of the best scientists in the world to build me a time machine. I go in that time machine, go back in time, and go see Queen at Live Aid front row. That is great, too. Yeah. Freddie Mercury vibes. Oh, that'd be you just so... wait till I'm, I'm multi-billionaire and make it happen. Oh, man. That is good. <laughs> Those are two awesome answers. Wow. I just thought of them. 
Okay, Fonzo, I have a question for you from one of our listeners. Do you play any instruments? Do you make any music? Let's talk music. I have recently started uh, getting more in tuned uh, musically. I usually just rap, you know, that's the easy part, you feel me? Give me every element. Give me the finished song, and I'll I'll write on top of that. Mm. So uh, now I'm starting to get more into the producer kind of thing, like D-pad. I guess I play the D-pad, but I don't play an instrument. That's an instrument, though. Uh, yeah. In, in its own way. Yeah. How about you? Right back at you. Okay, so I played the clarinet in, in fourth and fifth grade, and then I played the guitar uh, throughout high school. I played the piano at some point in the middle Ask me to play any of those today, and I will run away. So that's a yes and a no. <laughs> you don't have any of those at your current apartment? I can, okay. No, I don't have any of those in my current apartment, but the one thing I can do, <laughs> this is so embarrassing, guys. I'm going to talk about Twilight again. Okay, all right. <laughs> my favorite song that I learned on the guitar that I played for, like, my last recital that I ever did was um, uh, Flightless Bird, American Mouth. That doesn't... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can still play that because it was in Twilight. And so I like love that song. Uh, was it? No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I played it and I sang it. And then my family was like, we love you, but you're done. You don't have musical talent. I was like, okay, that's fine. So that's it. That's my story. Give me your feedback. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. But yo, you stick to the things you love. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'll pick it up again. You feel me? Producer Mark here. I just wanted to let you know that I really, really, really wanted to include a clip of the Iron and Wine song, Flightless Bird, American Mouth. It is just FYI, a great song. Uh, unfortunately, if we wanted to use that, we would have to uh, get permission from a record company and pay a lot of money or just do it without permission and get sued. So I did not do that. But just imagine Iron and Wine playing throughout the rest of Elisa and Fonzo's conversation. Anyway, back to the episode. I was a quick. I could do the whole I'm thing. I'm gonna guys. have to rewatch Twilight. I, don't know. <laughs> I feel like this is where this is going. We should do like a grown I, Twilight watch party. <laughs> we can listen. It's been a while, and I'm down. I feel like I'm gonna be. I feel like though, if if I'm gonna, no offense, I'm gonna be dying hysterically if I rewatch. No, it's fun. It is funny. You can't watch it seriously. <laughs> but back then, it wasn't like it was big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was so. But if we like watching it now, like I, well, I saw a clip from Twilight. I'm like, yo, what the heck is going on in, <laughs> yeah. in this yeah. movie? We can't keep talking about Twilight every right, damn you, episode. You know it's a, it's I think a, I've like inflated my. It's what worth people probably bit. think I, th- I my like love for Twilight. I love Twilight, but like not that much. It's a time. It's a time <laughs> thing. It was. It was perfect in the time. It did define everything about me, but that's it. Okay. Since we're already talking, what is your favorite guilty pleasure song? Mm. That's a really good question. I think for a long time, I tried to deny my love for just pop music. (laughs) You know, I was... I was just ashamed of it. But then I saw this clip. I think it's of Kesha. She's like on a talk show and she's like, you know what? I'm just a basic bleep that likes pop music. And I was like, you know what, Kesha? Me too. And so I think like pop music is just my guilty pleasure. Some Dua Lipa, I go crazy. Some old school Katy Perry, folding my laundry to that. Dancing. Anything Miley Cyrus, but I stand by her proudly. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Kesha was doing numbers. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. She might have like a revival. I'm always, I'm always rooting for her. I don't know, but she was killing stuff, man. I know people was just 
those concerts were getting wild, man. <laughs> the Kesha concerts, makeup, mascara all over the place. It was a time. Yeah, it was a time. Um, okay, what about you? What's your favorite Guilty Pleasure song? I love dipping into, like, 80s pop song vibe. Mm. And just, you know, just... Uh-huh. Like, not like pop song, but, like, the 80s just had, like, this sound that, like, it's kind of just, like... Oh, and it's just, like, for most of them, I just feel like you're in the middle of the club, just careless, just vibing. Mm. Goodbye Horses, mm. I like to vibe into. <sighs> just a, just a <laughs> guilty pleasure, like, when... Just something to listen to and just feel like just no, I don't have to think about the mm. words. I just got to just vibe. Yeah, I love that. The synth goes. Yeah, and for you're, real. And you're just, a time period we'll never go back to, but like that is like gold, bro. Those pop songs back in the day, gold. Yeah. For real. Love it. Well, this has been so much fun, and we're so excited for you to hear more of Grown. Stay tuned and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at GrownPod. If you want to learn more about Aliza, Fonzo, and the rest of the people who make Grown, trust me, we're great, visit GrownPod.com. Ever wonder why we want to tell complete strangers our personal secrets? Or what a CIA spy can teach you about keeping things close to the chest? Read about this and see other fascinating articles on secrets in Grown's Pocket Collection. Pocket is a website and app that finds the most thought-provoking articles from trusted sources all around the internet and puts them in one place. With Pocket, you can keep and find new articles to read, save articles for later, and even have your saved articles read aloud to you. If you want to dig deeper into this secret-worthy episode of Grown, head over to Pocket and check out our collection at getpocket.com slash grown.